This is a Hog Sports Network podcast. This is the Ion Preps podcast, bringing you the best in prep sports from across the state. With our award-winning sports reporters Chip Souza from the Hog Sports Network and Eric Taylor from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. It is state championship weekend in Arkansas for high school football. This is the Ion Preps podcast. I'm Chip Souza with the Hog Sports Network, joined by Eric Taylor of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. ET, man, this all started back in August. Now we are ready to play championship games in War Memorial Stadium in Little Rock. It's almost a sad feeling, man. I mean, we wait so long for it to get here, and then it uh, it flies by, and it's almost done, man. Uh, it's been it's been worth it, though, brother. Man, we had some incredible games last week in all classifications as these teams made their way. 7A, 6A, 5A, 2A uh, semifinal games were played last week. This week, 3A, 4A have their semifinal games. But, E.T., we're going to take a look at each class all the big games that were played across the state starting in Class 7A were Bentonville beat Bryant 52-35 to end Bryant's five-year reign as the state champions in Arkansas's highest classification. Bentonville got their lick back, man. Uh, they did. And from what I can tell, they played really, really well, man. I, I kind of, uh, the week before against Rodgers, you know, uh, a lot of what Rodgers was able to do against that defense, uh, Bryant's defense, I kind of thought that Benville may kind of mirror a little bit of that, you know, and that's something that Quad Sanders was worried about following in Rogers' game. Yeah, and it uh, turns out it was uh, a <laughs> had a reason to be worried because Benville came in and, and, and did a, a heck of a job, man, of uh, putting pressure on that defense and, and putting Brian in catch up mode, man. And hey, hats off to Coach Grant and the Tigers, brother. It was the twenty-one twenty-one game at the halftime, and Benville came out and put two quick touchdowns on the board in the second half. Carter and I got hot. He hit Luke Coons for a touchdown. Then he came back, hit C.J. Brown for a touchdown. And all of a sudden, that 21-21 game is 35-21. And uh, Bentonville, they, they, they didn't slow down after that. They added a couple more touchdowns after that. Defense played well in the second half. But, man, E.T., Bentonville has been a different team since Carter and I has come back from that ankle injury. Yeah, no doubt, man. And we said that, you know, this would happen, that, you know, once he got back, you know, one of two things were going to happen. Either they – he was going to be a little, little salty or a little, little rusty, so to speak, or he's going to come back better than what he was. And I think the latter is what we've seen from, from that kid uh, since that injury, man. I mean, those guys have been rolling since then. Yeah. Um, so he ended the night, four touchdown passes, 238 yards. Uh, Bentonville returning to the state championship game. They were in the championship game last year. Bryant, Bryant took them like, did this, E.T., they said – <laughs> so 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 Bentonville's oh, ready to get back to the championship game and uh and and they haven't won a title in a long time. So ET, I think I'm right about this. Um and and somebody better than me, which that bar is not that high. But anyway, somebody better than me could look this up. But I think the last school to let me let me try to rephrase this. The last team from a city in a that it has split high schools, meaning more than one high school. The last state champion from a school like that, from a district like that, was Springdale Harbor in 2009. Since that time, only towns with one school have won state championships in Class 7A. North Little Rock, Bryant, multiple times, um, and and that's I'm th- in Fayetteville. So no no school from a no no team from a town with multiple high schools like Bentonville Rogers that that level have won a state championship. 
I, I believe you're right. Uh, I'm not sure statewide, but as far as the, the seven, day, yeah, I, that seven sounds eight. about right. Yeah, in seven eight. Uh, Harbor uh, one. I think who did Harbor beat was it Southside think, or, uh, I think so, or Rogers yeah. or somebody. They may have been Fayetteville. I can't remember who it was in the, in the title game that year. But I, I think that's right, man. I yeah. had to double check, but that, that sounds about right. Yeah. I was beginning to wonder if it would ever happen, and it still hasn't happened um, mm-hmm. because their opponent in the state championship game this week, Fayetteville 24, Conway 21. Another game that we we all knew would be a, a, a barn burner, uh, and it was uh, from what I can tell. Uh, it went about how I thought it would. Uh, I thought Fayetteville would have enough to end up holding on late, uh, and they did, but I mean – Great game from both sides, from what I can tell you. It was, but I thought it might be 44 41. Um, yeah. <laughs> Instead of 24 21. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Catchell, big 27 yard field goal for Fayetteville with about five minutes to go. Fayetteville defense. We've talked about their defense e all year yeah. long, how, yeah. how Casey Dick really has liked the way his defense has played all year long. They proved again. They held Donovan Amolo, the outstanding quarterback at Conway, held him in check pretty much. Um, in this game, and, and were able to uh, to get the win at home. Uh, man, Ian, Fayetteville's won. Now they've won two, you know, relatively close playoff games uh, this year, and uh, they are going into the uh, state ch- championship game on Saturday undefeated. And we we, we know what what Drake Lindsay and, and, and Delamar and all those guys can do offensively. But like you said, we we talked a little bit about uh, the Bulldogs' defense this year, man, and and to to, to hold that offense and that quarterback. To just twenty one points. Yeah. I mean, you got a lot of chances. If if if, if you were told Casey Dick that you know Conway's just going to have twenty one points, I'm pretty sure he he'd like his team's chances as well. Yeah. Uh, and and that defense uh, stood tall, especially late when they had to to to, to get, make a play, uh, and they did, man. They're going to Little Rock uh, for it. Yeah, I think the big difference too in Fayetteville this year and maybe in a couple past couple of years is they actually have a run game now. Christian mm-hmm. Setzer has put together, you know, about three or four straight big rushing games for Fayetteville. So they're not, you know, they're not as one-dimensional as a lot of people might think that they are where, you know, Lindsey's throwing it all over the field. He's still going to throw the ball a lot, and he he was 20-29 the other night for 175 and a couple of touchdowns. But Christian Setzer had 125 yards rushing and scored their first touchdown. It's the second or third or fourth game in a row with him over 100 yards. So they they can line that football up and run it down your throat if that's what they need to do. And just another another weapon. I think we we talked about this, I guess, probably about almost a month ago about, you know, getting that running game going. Yeah. And it just gives them an added weapon. No doubt. To what they already have. It keeps, makes defenses uh, kind of play honestly, uh, you know, and, and it helps with your, your play action and things like that. But uh, when you've got a guy that can turn out yards like that, yeah. you know, it makes it that much easier to call plays, you know. So, well, it's demoralizing. Uh, that make, yeah, yeah, makes favor that that much better, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. It's just demoralizing to a, to another team's defense for someone to just run the ball, you know, repeatedly yeah. like that and wears them down, wears the defense down. And uh, that's what Fayetteville's doing. So, man, they're they're really balanced right now. This is going to be a great championship game, Bentonville oh, no, no. versus Fayetteville, the two Vills. Uh, going at it, and uh, I think they've played, it seems like, four or five times in state championship games, and and uh, we're going to see that again. Hadn't seen it in a while, uh, but we're gonna, yeah, we're going to see it again uh, Saturday down in Little Rock. So down in 6A, man, the shocker, I think, maybe not a shocker, it might not be a shocker, but to me kind of a stunner, Little Rock Christian 42, Benton 35. You know, I, I, I was talking to uh, – Coach Nether, uh, Ben's 80, used to be a longtime football coach, the, I think the day before. 
uh, about this game. And, and I'm with you, man. I, I kind of thought that that Ben would, would pull this game out, particularly at home. Uh, but again, you know, uh, we say it all the time. That's why you play the game. And, and Little Rock Christian, not like Little Rock Christian, uh, uh, a slouch No, <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Uh, you know, but they went over and, and, and handled the business. Those teams played during the, during the scrimmage earlier in, early in the year, and Christian kind of had their way. But I thought, you know, most of us probably thought it too, that, that Ben would have enough to get it. But, hey, Christian showed us that, uh, hey, we, we're here. And, they, uh, yeah. and went over there and took care of business, man. Made a big play defensively late. Yeah, came you know, in, yeah. That game away. yeah, came in and uh, punched the ball out there late in the game and, and got a big turnover and uh, and ended up winning. Uh, big game for Walker White, the quarterback at Little Rock Christian, who's committed to Auburn. Uh, passed for 300 yards and three touchdowns, ran for two touchdowns. So he accounted for five touchdowns for Little Rock Christian in this one. Now, E, I don't know if you saw this or not or if, you, or if you've been keeping up with it, but with that win – Little Rock Christian now has enough equity points where they're going to be moved, bumped up to Class 7A. 7A, man. Yeah, I, I saw that, and I, I kind of smiled. I was like, wow. <laughs> you know, they, they they talk about a challenge, you know. But I, if anybody's up for it, man, I think Kohu and those guys are. Well, let me tell you, the domino effect of what this is going to happen is when they go to 7A, that's going to knock Fort Smith Southside down to 6A. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it, that, that's that's going to look so, so odd for me because I, when you think of Southside, you think of the state's yeah. classification, man. It's, it's yeah. going to be odd to see those not bumped down. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So interesting. Uh, the other semifinal game, no surprise, Greenwood 56, PA 26, Kane Archer, another big, big game for Greenwood, that sophomore quarterback. You know, he took over the program this year. Uh, last year was kind of an understudy. Um, to And uh, this year – it was his team. This is his team. Had a big game, 19-23, 200 yards. Uh, counted for six touchdowns in this game. It's amazing, man. I, I, that score, I, I wasn't really shocked at. I mean, PA has dealt with so much uh, this year before the year even started, really, to be quite as honest with you, man. And, and they did a good job just getting back to that point. Uh, but Greenwood is tough, man. It's tough to beat Greenwood anywhere, neutral field, wherever you're playing. But it's almost, almost impossible to beat them on their home field. Yeah, uh, they they played a different level when when they're in front of their fans, man. And like you said, Kane Archer, I mean, I, what what more can you say about a kid that's like a sophomore? I mean, he's still got two years left uh, to, to 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 wreck teams' season, so to speak, yeah. man. And uh, he's doing what he's doing all, all year long, man. Absolutely. Uh, this will be the first time since 2013 Pulaski Academy will not play in a state championship game. Man, that's a long time, man. That says a lot about their program, but that's a, that's a long time, man. Yeah. So, a couple of big things fell this weekend with Bryant's five-year stranglehold on the 7A, Class 7A winning championships, and PA, you know, a decade of playing for state championships. And uh, so, but, you know, things change, man. Things yeah. change, and and uh, it wasn't going to go on forever. And, uh, um, you know, congratulations to Greenwood, Little Rock Christian. That's going to be – should be a great championship game. I would say E a lot of points, but I hadn't been correct on that on some of these games we thought was going to be high scoring. So um, yeah. whatever, but I, you know, it's probably going to take thirty-five to win that game. I I, I would almost put money it's, that a team is going to have to be five touchdowns scored for the yeah. winning team. Yeah, you know, I, I don't expect any kind of defensive slugfest in that one at all. Uh, it's going to take some points to get that one done. In Class Four A, we're going to have a rematch. Uh, for the state championship, Shiloh Christian knocks off Pine Bluff 49-41, Little Rock Parkview 42, Camden Fairview 13. For Shiloh, Bo Williams was back. He, he was he at full strength, and that was not good news for Pine Bluff Friday night. Good news, man. I I, I was I was down in, in, at, at a 4A at uh, Rivercrest in, in Arkadelphia, but I was 
I had a guy uh, call me after that game, and he, of course, in Pine Bluff, my hometown, and he's a he's a, a former zebra, and he was talking about the game, and he mentioned, uh, hey, he didn't know who Bo Williams was, but I told him beforehand that Shiloh has a top-notch stud running back, and he came in, he was like, man, he just wore them down yeah. second half. You 275. Know, Shiloh caught up. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it was almost like you weren't taking it from him, you Two, know, and that, that kid's special, man. 275 and five TDs for Bo Williams. Man, that's, that's amazing. For, uh, <laughs> amazing. for for Parkview, the the number one overall team in the state, no question about it, the Phoenix State champions. They've won their 24th game in a row. Uh, they jumped out to a big lead and never looked back. Montario Elston, big game. O'Marion Robinson, big game. Cam Settles, big game. Uh, oh, so on and so on and so on and so on for Parkview. Man, the Patriots, they don't stop. They don't stop, man. It's almost it's whole hum for those guys. Man. Yeah. I, you know, for a while, Fairview was, was hum winning for a while. Uh, I think about a quarter and a half until Parkview, just like, okay, we're, we're done and we're going to go ahead and do what we do. Let's it. click it you on, know. man. Let's click it exactly. on. That should <laughs> exactly. be a good championship game. Last year was a good game. Uh, Parkview's defense was, was huge in this game last year, um, and they were able to – uh, Bo Williams still had a, he had a good game last year in the championship game. He, I don't know if you were there or not, but he had a good game in, mm-hmm. for, for, for Shiloh. But they took Shiloh, Eli Wisdom, they took that quarterback out of the game last yeah. year and made him pretty wow. one-dimensional. And uh, we'll see – we're going to see, you know, how that Shiloh freshman quarterback, uh, how he responds because you know uh, Parkview going to bring – they are going to bring the heat. He's going to see some pressure that I guarantee he hadn't ever seen in his football days from his Parkview defense. And uh, and like you said, last year, I think, you know, going in, that was, I believe, because Bo didn't uh, – they, their their mindset was to not allow Eli Wisdom to yep. beat them. You know, as long as we slow him down, then I think we could get away with everyone else doing their thing. And, and this year, I wonder if, you know, they're going to, to – to, I'm, I'm almost certain they're going to bring the pressure on the quarterback. Oh, yeah. But I, I guarantee you they want to kind of – not allow Bo Williams to get off as well, you know, in this one. So it's going to be interesting, man. Yeah. Class 4A, these were quarterfinal games. Uh, Warren, no problem against Ozark, 45-7 to there. Uh, their freshman quarterback, man, Jackson Denton, what a great season this kid has put together. <laughs> exactly, man. It was 9-9, nine nine, I believe, is what he was for, for – Two thirty or whatever. Two fifty. <laughs> man, man, every pass he th- threw up uh, was was caught, and then almost half of them were touchdowns. <laughs> man, wow. uh, Harding Academy they roll. Uh, they're speaking of quarterbacks. Owen Miller, eighteen of nineteen for two sixty eight and five TDs. Man, they just rolled over Ashdown. They they hadn't slowed down one bit, man. They 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 got a bump in the road last week for a little while against Malvern in a rematch, and and. They, they they woke back up this week, man, and, and put put all uh all, all aside in, in this this last game against Ashdown, man. man. It wasn't, I think it was close for about a quarter, and uh, then they they pretty much took off after that, man. How about my man Deshaun Chairs over at Elkins, man? Two hundred fifty yards rushing, five TDs. The Elks just routed CAC. You know what? I I think out of all the games last Friday, the 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 margin of victory from that one kind of surprised me. I you know I I thought Elkins would win, uh, but to win by what fifty. Uh, that, that was kind of surprising. Yeah, Deshaun's been doing that a long time in Elkins, man, and, and he saved his, his best moments when he, when they really need him, and uh, they needed last week, and they got it. And e, you were at this one, Rivercrest, Arkadelphia, big big game for Kobe Turner in that game. You know, that, I know that would kind of surprise me a little bit, uh, but again, that was another rematch from last year that those teams played in the same exact round, same exact field, uh, but Rivercrest kind of took it to him from the jump. You know, they weren't going to allow. Uh, Arkadelphia's quarterback, who's really good, Kate McBride, get off. And they they kind of shut him down for the most part. And then 
Kobe Turner and, and that offense got rolling, man. And, they did. and he, he they couldn't slow him down. You know, for every time they would stop him for maybe a yard loss or a yard gain, he would break one for eight, nine, ten yards the other way. And he pretty much did it all night, man. And, and hats off to Coach Fleming and Rivercrest team. And they looked really, really good. And they'll have a home game uh, in the semis this week, man. So, hey, we could see them in the Rock next week possibly. Absolutely. E, going down to three, how about Mansfield? Man, they, you know, went on the road for the second week in a row, jumped on that yellow dog bus, went down to <laughs> Salem and got a win. They're in the semifinals. So, congratulations to the Tigers. Man, I don't, I don't know if – how far this is their first possible semifinal? As far as I can remember, like, it is. I don't remember them going this far before. Man, I mean, again, hats off to that group, man. Again, like you said, going on the road and getting it done. Uh, you know, that, that says a lot about what they've done uh, as a program, not only this season, but beforehand, preparing for what they're doing right now, man. Yeah. So shout out to those guys. Man, Jeremy Strozer ran for two, passed for one for for uh for Mansfield, the Tigers over Salem. Boonville. No, no surprise here. Big win over over uh, Camden Harmony Grove. Dax Golf. There you go. There go that man again. <laughs> does does what he just does, man. Yeah. <laughs> he seems like he's been there forever. Uh, but again, I, I, another big game from him when they needed him. Uh, I think Rylan Ray had a good game as well. But that Dax ain't Goff, good news. Man, he, that ain't good news for everybody else in three A. Rylan Ray's he, he, he back. That's horrible news for everybody <laughs> else, man. When those guys are going, usually when those two guys are running that way, you're not going to beat Boonville. Um, and, and again, I mean, it's it's, it's tough to, to just handle one, but when you got two guys that can get it done like that, man, out of that office, it's scary. It's they come scary. at you relentless, man. Uh, yeah. How about how about the Curly Wolves of Prescott? Got a big win, man. Genoa Harris, uh, almost 200 yards rushing. Pierce Yates also had a big game for the Curly Wolves. Another, I mean, it was almost holds home with those guys. They got the test they needed uh, last week against uh, Fordyce, I believe, and, and they come back and, and – and uh, put it all together again when it, when it needs to put it together in, the, in this game, man. Uh, again, they, they they do what they do. Uh, no surprise there whatsoever. Um, and I think we we may be on a collision course, but again, you never know. You never know what happens. Yep. Uh, coming up, man. But I I mean, no surprise with what Prescott uh, did last week. Another big win for Glen Rose, man. They just keep rolling, man. Uh, Heath balanced Lane Frank's big big games for Glen Rose, man. These Final Four teams in three A. Yes. Man, they're, they're good. They're good teams. You know, and and again, Glenn Rose is another team that kind of kind of been overshadowed a little bit all year, but they've been good all year. I think they returned, you know, when the year started, more starters than anyone in 3A. Uh, so it's no shock that they're where they are right now whatsoever. Uh, and they, they've consistently been good for a long time. Man. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah. And Great again, program. To see what they've been able to do, it's not no shock at all that they've got to the semis. Honestly, I kind of expected them to get to this point. Uh, you know, so it, it, great job by by what those guys have done. Man. Absolutely, man. Class 2A, man, Cinderella season ended for Mark Tree, but what a great run they had as Bigelow gets a 36-20 win there to go to the state title game. It was never really close. He, he jumped out 22 nothing, and Mark Tree, you know, got in the hole, couldn't get back out of it. Didn't get out of it, man. But, again, another great job by, by that Mark Tree program. Now they can, can turn their attention to basketball because they're going to be a really, really good basketball squad. But, again, congrats to, to, to what Mark Tree was able to do. And, again, Bigelow, you know, they, they again, another one of those programs that's been consistently good for a long time, man, and get to this point, they're, they're one step closer uh, to get into a title game, man. The dude, oh, no, they, no, I, take, I take that back. They're actually in the title game, yeah, man. Yes, <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, just a great job what Coach Starks has done with, with those guys. The dude I want to see play E is Dennis Gaines at East Point County, man. I want to watch that dude run the football this week. Man, he, he's been been a rock for that program, man. Uh, I, I saw something uh, the other week where he had this 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 streak of, of – 150 plus yard games or something like that. It's just amazing. And then last week, 
you know, that he get the late touchdown to put him on top. Yep. And, and the guys, again, he's one of those guys like a Dax Golf that seems he's been there just forever and has been doing what he does week in, week out forever. Um, and so it's no shock that he's doing what he's doing. But again, he's points in another great, great job they've yeah. done all season. Uh, to get to the championship game. And when you beat Carlisle, you've done something. But, man, Dennis Gaines, 193 yards, four touchdowns in that game. Uh, Bigelow is going to have their hands full with that dude. Yes, exactly, man. I, I guarantee you they're going to put uh, most of their their, their eggs in, in, in trying to slow Ooh. down. Well, good uh, luck. In the games. Because usually <laughs> if you can slow him down, you got a good chance of winning. I mean, East Points has a couple other good really backs as well. But uh, he, he's the head of that snake for that squad. Man. He is. So, E.T., out of all those big names that I threw out there, big weeks for all those guys, who is your player of the week? Deshaun Chairs. <laughs> you know, I, 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 you know and, and we were just talking about Dennis, and I, I was thinking about Dennis possibly being uh, the, the Jackson Dendan at, at Warren, the freshman, uh, who, who was perfect uh, last week, perfect quarterback rating. Uh, but Deshaun Chairs, man. Yeah. I mean, and, and that game to come down in that atmosphere – those two teams where we both were expecting a lot of points to go. He uh, he held up his end of the bargain. Elkins did. did as well. Uh, but Deshaun, I, I don't know what his stats is, but he's got to be knocking on, I don't know, 18, 1900 yard rushing, if, if not more. He has uh, scored E 20 touchdowns in the playoffs. That, 20. That, that's, that's sick, man. <laughs> that, that's 20. sick. No matter what class you're in, no matter who you that, that's ridiculous, man. But, I, 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 but again, the work that kid puts in in the offseason, you know, I, I see a lot of his stuff that he posts on uh, X and things of that nature. Uh, but he puts the work in. He does. And, and again, like I said, I've, all, I've seen this since week one, that Elkins team was scary, you know, with what they've got over there. And, again, he, he he's one of those guys that have to be accountable every play. Yeah. I mean, because he can get out the backfield. He can line up in the slot, you know, go wide. Uh, he's going to produce. Literally. And Elkins got so, he's, so many. He's played a week this week, man. They got so many weapons. Elkins does. So Dizzy Dean weapons, and, so and you know, he throw into his brother and a, a bevy of receivers. And then, you know, you back off the line of scrimmage to try to, you know, to try to cover that passing game. And then Deshaun Chairs are going to tear you up. Literally, man. Literally. And that's, that's kind of what happened, you know, this past week, man. Yeah. So, we're going to take a break right here. And when we come back, we'll be joined by Richard Davenport. We're going to talk a little recruiting. This is the Ion Preps podcast. We'll be right back. Get the latest breaking news on all Arkansas Razorback sports at wholehogsports.com. Our award-winning reporters and photographers go beyond game recaps to bring our subscribers the most trusted Razorbacks news anywhere. With expert analysis, the latest in recruiting, plus unique and compelling stories of your favorite teams. Subscribe today at wholehogsports.com. And welcome back to the Island Preps Podcast. I'm Chip Susan with the Hog Sports Network, and I'm joined now by my main man, Richard Davenport. We're going to talk a little Arkansas recruiting. And, R.D., do we have any word on who the new O.C. is going to be yet? Man, I think it's going to happen uh, sometime this week or later in the week. I just don't see it dragging on very long. Coach Pittman's kind of alluded to that. And uh, and things that I've heard, it, it could be any anywhere from today to, to Wednesday, but uh, – Later in the week, uh, wouldn't be surprising either. You know how these things go that, you know, you're trying to get a coach from another school and that they're still playing. Yeah. There's, you know, back and forth negotiations for when, when he'll leave and, and it, it can be announced and stuff like that because that other school's got to be uh, concerned about uh, the impact it's going to have on them. So uh, I think that's what I thought we're uh, think 
what we're going through right now. I saw Brendan Marion's name tossed out there as, as a possible candidate. Man, I, I don't know what Arkansas's chances of getting that guy are, but that he he's a dude. He's a dude. And uh, yeah, he would be no a big-time no recruiter. Doubt. And yeah. uh, I've heard the Georgia Tech uh, uh, guy, and uh, uh, I've heard a couple others. It's uh, nobody in particular that you know I, I can say for sure. Now, if they could get the Georgia Tech guy and him bring Haynes King with him, uh, that would be a good that'd be a good package deal right there. Yeah, and you know, here's the deal: Haynes King uh, visited Arkansas. I know yeah. at least once. I think twice, and I know at least once. You know, he was recruited by Chad Morris and his uh, staff, so he he's familiar with Arkansas. Get, getting closer to home, so yeah. uh, you know, if KJ Jefferson doesn't come back, which I don't anticipate him coming back, I think he's going to go pro. I could be totally wrong, but. Uh, you know, you 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 probably want to bring in somebody else just to, you know, have, you know, what at least three guys going through spring. Well, yeah. it'd be four with KJ Jackson. Uh, he, he's going to enroll the he's freshman early, from Alabama. Yeah. He's going to enroll in January. So, but uh, you, to have three guys that, uh, you know, uh, I mean, four guys, uh, but really three older guys uh, compete and and try to get that position. Uh, Richard, I think uh, uh, Arkansas's had a pretty good success with Longview, Texas guys uh, coming here. I'm just going to mention Fred Talley. Fred Talley. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and Lloyd yeah, Phillips, Talley, I think I he think was he's okay. he's one of the most underrated Razorbacks of all time. Yeah. I really do. Uh, I, I think uh, pound for pound, I mean, he was a tough son of a gun and uh, obviously very, very elusive, great speed, and uh, probably one of the, the guys that if I was going to uh, pick maybe four or five uh, – Great uh, running backs in my lifetime. I, he would be. He, he might be one of them. Yeah, yeah. I'd also mentioned uh, even going back farther than Fred Talley, E. D. Jackson uh, from Kilgore, yeah. right outside of Longview. Lloyd Phillips from Longview. So they've had you know Sparky Hamilton from Lufkin. They've had good good success from East Texas players. But that's a lot of speculation and, and that kind of thing. But I'm just saying uh, there's been a little history there if they wanted to go that route. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt, and uh, you know it's uh, I, I that that wouldn't be that wouldn't be a bad thing. I mean, it, he's obviously uh, done well at Georgia Tech. He came from Texas A and M, and and uh, you know sometimes guys just need a a different uh, surroundings, yeah. different coaches uh, to help him. Uh, you know, maybe for you know, see their their potential and. Maybe that's the case with uh, obviously with Haynes. Yeah, um, RD. I was going to uh, mention this too. Uh, I was you know watching the game Friday and watching Cody Schrader uh, just absolutely destroy you know Arkansas's defense over and over again. And and uh, his story is is a really cool story. And the fact that he wasn't even really offered by anybody you know coming out of high school and and he went to uh, RD. I can't remember now. Some very very small small school um, up up in that area, maybe in Nebraska or something like that. And um, you know had a good good season, and uh, but but wanted to be on a bigger stage, and actually walked walked on at Mizzou, and uh, I think he's going to win the Burlesworth Award. I'll I'll be surprised if he doesn't win it. I don't see how he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, <laughs> he might as well just go ahead and forget the ceremony. Just give it to him right now. What a great story that is! A story of a kid. Um, who persevered, who, who uh, you know, RD, you hear this a lot, but and, and we see it sometimes. We don't see it a lot. I'd love to see it more. This is a kid that bet on himself. He he put his money on himself and said, I can do this and I can play at that level. Even if I've got to pay my way to start, I'm going to do that at, at Mizzou just to get a chance. I think I saw he was like 
you know, fourth on the depth chart or whatever, you know, in, in spring ball. And, and he just, you know, he refused to let them not see him. Those are the type guys uh, that will be successful in life. And yeah. I tell, I tell quite a few of the walk-ons that I talked to through the, through the years, people will see that you walked on and you believed in yourself and yep. you were willing to, uh, you know, start from the, very bottom yeah. to try to get in a scholarship offer and uh and a lot not a lot most of them don't get that but some that do it, i think that just as a resume and forget about football but as a on a resume work resume if i'm a if i'm a I'm, if i'm hiring somebody and I, I see two guys that are pretty equal but at the same time then i see a guy that walked on and, and put in three four years of uh, getting his head bashed in, uh, working on the scout team, yes. and eventually getting a, a scholarship, it's going to be hard to turn that guy down. And hard to root against guys like that too, RD. It's hard to root against guys like that. That's you know that's that is that's that's what hard work does for you. And, but uh, RD, I was watching and, and uh, Eric, you can you, you you jump in here on this too if you want to. But um, he reminds me a lot of Bo Williams at Shiloh Christian, the way he runs the football and just not real big, but just uh, he strong. I mean, just a strong runner who refuses to go down after one hit. With Bo, uh, it I think he'll probably start at a lower division school. But yep. what what if he continues to have crazy success and he may want to move up and 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 test his uh, talent uh, on a D one level? Uh, maybe he could be. Uh, you know what we're seeing at Missouri. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, could be. Well, RD, we uh, we've got uh, this is kind of a lull uh, as far as uh, the kind of the this is kind of the quiet before the storm. Uh, the transfer portal opens on Friday. We'll see what happens there. Early signing day is coming up. Uh, I think the second week of December. Uh, are you hearing anything as far as this class is concerned? Are they, you know, these eighteen guys that have committed? Are they all pretty solid? Are there any of them wavering? Is there any any guys out there that that we may be seeing to flip into this class based on uh, you know who they hire as the OC? Well, yeah, we're, we're going to find out. I mean, uh, Jaden Ball, uh, running back out of uh, Georgia, who's been committed to Arkansas since I think uh, this. Uh, the spring, uh, he, uh, he he looks like he's going to visit uh, Florida uh, officially. Uh, I think uh, next weekend uh, might be something to keep an eye on. But yeah. man, if, if Jimmy John uh, Jimmy Jimmy Smith's recruiting you, I still like Arkansas's chances there. Yeah. And, I, and 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 talking to his mom, I, I I think I think they obviously love Arkansas, but at the same time, they're going to visit uh, Florida and see what happens. Uh, everybody else I tend to think is going to be okay, but uh, you're, you're talking about a 17, 18 year, year old uh, yeah. young man and uh, you know, different schools coming at you and, and the way Arkansas finished the season. I mean, uh, that, that can create a little doubt and it yeah. gives uh, the opposing coaches, uh, you know, a little bit of a, you know, a line to feed, you know, kids and tell them, you know, Arkansas is going in the wrong direction or what have you. And so I, I think overall, I think they're in really good shape. And, uh, and coach Pittman, he's pretty honest about this. I mean, he, he, he felt, he said he felt very confident 
We'll, we're going to find out in December the 20th when the uh, early signing period happens. We will. Well, R.D., as always, man, we appreciate having you on. If you want to read more recruiting news, you can catch Richard's column three days a week in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. His column is also on wholehogsports.com, so you'll want to keep up with that as we rapidly move toward the, the transfer portal opening up on, on uh, Friday uh, and how that will impact Arkansas. And also as we move toward the early signing uh, period on December the 20th, when, you know, there may be some moving and shaking going on with all these coaching changes around the SEC. So you will want to stay on top of that. And the best way to do that in the state of Arkansas is my man, Richard Davenport, three days a week in the ADG, also on Ho Hog, and you'll want to catch him there. RD, as always, man, we appreciate you being on. Appreciate you, buddy. We'll see you next week. Yes, sir. So we're going to take another break right here, and we'll be right back with Eric Taylor with the Eye on Preps podcast as we take a look at this week's games in Arkansas high school football. We'll be right back. Stay on top of all Arkansas Razorback sports with a Digital Plus subscription on the Hogs Illustrated app. Get complete Razorbacks coverage in one location. Your subscription gives you 20-plus issues of Hogs Illustrated magazine, the most unique and compelling coverage anywhere in the state, plus total access to all the content on wholehogsports.com, including breaking news, commentaries, analysis, features, recruiting, award-winning photos, and premium message boards. Subscriptions start at just $17 per month. Join the Hog Sports Network team at subscribe.waco.com. That's subscribe.wehco.com. Or call 479-684-5509 to get your front row seat to Arkansas Razorback Sports. Go Hogs! And we are back with the final segment of the Eye on Preps podcast. I'm Chip Sousa with the Hog Sports Network, again joined by Eric Taylor of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. E.T., man, it is championship game week 7A, 6A, 5A, 2A, Eight man this week. Mm, it's, it's what the kids play for, man. Yeah. Kids, coaches, parents, everyone. And they they wait for this week. Uh, and if their particular team is there, then it makes it that much better. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's start with the 7A state championship game that will be Bentonville versus Fayetteville. That game will be Saturday at noon at War Memorial Stadium. It seems like these teams have played and met so many times on the football field in the last 15 or so years. And in a lot of occasions, they've met in the championship game. E.T., I think this is going to be a great game. It is, man. And when you got two teams that know so much about each other, it's not like they're unfamiliar with, with what the other does. Uh, you know, and you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna, you're gonna get a great game regardless, you yeah. know, and it doesn't matter – uh, who's favorite or who's not. You know, when these two teams play, it's, it's always a barn burner, it seems. I think uh, Fayetteville got the better of them this past season. They did. Uh, pulled away uh, second half a lot. But uh, I, I think Benville is uh, chomping at the bit. You know, they 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 knocked off the King, you know, last week. And now they're trying to come back and, and get a little revenge uh, against, against the team they know a lot about. Absolutely. They, uh, you know, Carter and I went down in that game with an ankle injury. Um Fayetteville won, I think, pretty decisively. I think 41-21, something like that. Um, you know, this game's going to be a, a battle of two outstanding quarterbacks. You got Drake Lindsey on the Fayetteville side. He's committed to Minnesota. He's had a phenomenal season for Fayetteville. Um, so you got him on one sideline. On the other side, you got Carter Nye, who's come back from that ankle injury, and it seems like he has come back with a vengeance 
for he has, years. man. He has. And I guarantee you, uh, Jody Grant <laughs> loves what he's what he's yeah. seen since he's been back. <laughs> yeah. So that's going to be a great game again. That one noon on Saturday <laughs> at War Memorial Stadium. Class 6A. This will be a Friday night game. 6.30 Friday night. Greenwood versus Little Rock Christian. Another uh, great good. game featuring uh, great quarterbacks. And I was just about to say that another great game with two top-notch quarterbacks. Uh, one is, is already going to be a D1 player. The other one will be yep. uh, when he gets done. Uh, another game with that two teams that know a lot about each other. They played in the regular season. Greenwood pulled away to win that one. Uh, so Christian to have a little uh, revenge on their minds as well. So uh, this one, again, like we mentioned earlier, it's going to take a lot of points, I think, to for, for the winner to, to get this one. That, that scoreboard is going to get a workout, I believe. Uh, <laughs> but it'll be, it'll be a great game man, yeah. either way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on Greenwood, Kane Archer, he is by some recruiting services the number one rated quarterback in the class of, I believe it's 2026. Um, and he has proven and lived up to his hype all year long. Um, you got him on one side. On the other side, Walker White, the quarterback, for Little Rock Christian, has committed to Auburn. He has had a, a, a tremendous career for Little Rock Christian, and uh, this is going to be, should be, a great game Friday night, no doubt about it. I'd be shocked if it wasn't, trust me. I mean, I I, I wholeheartedly believe that this one has the makers of being the best one of the bunch this yeah. weekend, uh, yeah. just because of, of the quarterbacks and their supporting cast. Um, and then, you know, the, the, the get back that, that Christian has on their mind and Greenwood's trying to win uh the title uh getting back to the war memorial again their home away from home is what it seems you know so it's going to be a great game man. 5a state championship game is a rematch from last season shiloh christian versus the juggernaut number one 24 game wins in a row little rock park view and the smashing patriots Another game that 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 a team's trying to get their lick back man uh you know shiloh again these two teams again like you mentioned Played uh, last year's title game. Parkview won it. Parkview uh, has been what Parkview has been all year long. Yeah. They've been dominating teams left and right, uh, you know, getting it done. And uh, Shiloh's coming in, again, try, trying to knock that off. You know, they did a great job last week of uh, coming back, uh, beating Pine Bluff. I think Pine Bluff led that game by 16 or they so did. in the second half. Yeah. Shiloh stormed back and, and won it. So, uh, another, uh, not expect another great game, man. Another great game, man. It's going to be a fantastic, the two, a championship game, Bigelow versus East Poinsett County. That's going to be a good one. You want to see a great yeah. running back East Poinsett County's Dennis Gaines. He is your dude. He, he is the dude, man. But I tell you what, you know, I, Bigelow, <clears throat> Bigelow, again, and we said this before, Bigelow's been good for a while. They have, yeah. Um, Carter Alexander and those guys, man, he, he's, a, he's a good running back in his own, but he plays everywhere for that for that team. Uh, but I, I really do think this game is going to come down to whether or not Bigelow can slow down Dennis Gaines. Yeah. You know, if they can't slow him down, you know, it, it, it may be a long night. But, again, uh, on the flip side, East Point State County has to – Continue with what Bigelow does with, with their multiple offensive sets, man. So it, 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 that again, and it may sound cliche and a broken record about the great games, but this, I mean, we're expecting another really, really good game. And that's you know, at and noon. That's a noon game on Friday. Uh, semifinals in Class Four A. You talking about a scoreboard's going to get a workout? <laughs> <laughs> Hard, yeah. Harding Academy at Elkins. 
That's yeah. gonna that scoreboard may get put out of committee. I may have to have uh, bring in another one and bring hey, hey that was this is worn out. Let's bring in a new one. <laughs> <laughs> As I, I mean, you, know, you know what, man? I think we might have jinxed ourselves last week with CAC Elkins, but I don't I don't think we're gonna yeah, that, jinx no, it this yeah, week yeah, by yeah. saying that this scoreboard is gonna gonna get uh gonna be flashing quite a bit uh Friday when, when those teams hit, man. <laughs> Owen Miller for Harding Harding Academy. He runs, he throws, he does it all for them. And man, they are a powerhouse football team. There's no question about that. Elkins has that good balance to Sean Chairs. Uh, great running back, um, you know, Dizzy Dean, their quarterback. This is going to be a great game. And the, and the other the other semifinal 4A, also going to be a great one, Warren at Rivercrest. At Rivercrest, man. These teams, they played a few years ago in the semis, Rivercrest won. They're back on the same field again. Uh, you know, and I know Warren, Warren's been there, done that. I mean, they're, they're, they're here just about every year in this round. Uh, so they're not, of course, they're not to be phased. Rivercrest is no slouch either. They, they've been here several yeah. times before as well. Uh, so I mean that that's going to be one of those games. Going to be cold. I, it, I, it may be rainy a little bit up there. <laughs> if that happens, I think that may sway in Rivercrest's favor, maybe. But then again, I'm not going to ever bet against Bo Henry uh, no, no. Warren. Uh, never. I've been knowing that guy for I don't know 20 plus years, and and he he just gets it done down there, man. And Warren is, is a powerhouse program uh, in, in 4A, and they've been there, been that way since he's been there, man. So that's going to be. A knockout, drag out fight. I mean, I think I think he's from that part of the state, if I'm not mistaken, up that way. Uh, so it'll be, it'll be a good one, man. It's going to be a good one. Class three A. This is your, <clears throat> this is going to be. You know, this is another great game. Glenn Rose at Boonville. Man, this is going to be. This is going to be who can last stand up to those punches in the mouth that both teams are going to throw. Yeah, you know what? And th- th- I think this game uh, may last two hours max. May- maybe, yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'm, I'm, what's the over and under on passes by both teams? I'm, I'm gonna say exactly, 10. exactly, man. <laughs> but again, it's, again, it's gonna be one of those those cold weather smash mouth games. I think. Uh, I think Glenn Rose uh, will probably throw a little bit more than what Boonville does, obviously. Uh, but again, two teams that 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 play very very well once postseason play arrives, uh, and they won't be any different uh, come Friday. The other semifinal game, a team that everyone expected to be here against a team that is a surprise that they're here, but what a good surprise, Prescott versus Mansfield. I, I wonder, you know, you know how, how Mansfield is going to handle that added pressure, you know, playing against a team like Prescott. Again, that that's everyone expected to get to this point. Again, like, like several of these teams we talked about earlier, they've been there, done that. Uh, you know, so they, they're, like, they're supposed to be here. And, and Mansfield is this team that has kind of surprised people along the way, uh, picking up a, a really, really big win last week. Yeah. Uh, but they got now they've got a, another juggernaut, you know, one of the juggernauts in this class uh, to contend with. So I think if, if Mansfield can, can come out and withstand the early punches that, that Prescott's going to throw at them and they're going to throw oh, quite a few. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I, I like that, that makes their chances that much better tough but again hey anything can happen fantastic and then eight man the championship game spring hill versus rector e i'm so happy that we're playing eight man football in the state i i keep hoping more and more schools will jump in i would love to see you know some more of those schools especially around the delta area come up with eight man football man i would love to see those schools that are really good track programs play eight man football because that man you talk about exciting and high scoring that that's what you know i i want to see more of that I'm with, I'm with you on that, man. I I remember talking to uh, Coach Johnson up at, at Israel County before the year started, and I think they're I think they're going to actually jump to back to eleven man okay. uh, next season. I'm not mistaken, but we talked about just that thing with so many of these team these schools around here that, that, that just play basketball or, or track or whatever. 
that that have kids that want to play football. Right. And, and he was hoping to see so many of these, these schools, like you mentioned, in the Delta areas or down in Southwest or, or wherever, uh, you know, get get to the point where they're able to play eight man football, yeah. man. And honestly, I, I like watching it. I, I, I honestly, I love watching it. To be quite honest with you. Yeah. Um, so see teams like you know Rector, that's a, that's a really big basketball school. Spring Hill, yep. those teams playing for eight man title. I, I think it just makes football better. It does. You know, gives, it gives a, a different uh, aspect of, of the game and to see how that's played. And I remember, uh, I remember my first time I watched it was back in Oklahoma years ago, and I thought how cool that was. I believe, and and, and to see it here in this state, man, I think it's, it's been huge. Yeah, I'm from Texas where they play six man football. And if you think mm-hmm. eight man is wild, six man is even more wild than that. Um, <laughs> that sounds wild. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. And it's like playing football in your backyard almost, you know, because mm-hmm. it's a uh, six six guys on each side of the field and it's wide open. And it is not uncommon to see games end up like 85, 78. Oh. And <laughs> it's those, <laughs> they, they can be crazy. You got to be in shape, that's for sure. <laughs> you better. Yeah, you better be. So anything that gets the kids off the couch and, and on the grass and on the dirt and playing man that's that's i'm all for that and uh yeah. i love it that uh, that now eight man is seems to be growing and maybe we're adding a couple of schools every year and, and continue to build that thing up and and uh uh get get more let's get more schools involved in it it's like i'm with it wholeheartedly man absolutely so that will wrap up this week's edition of the eye on preps podcast again man et i appreciate you being on here and if you want to read more about what's going on in the state championship game uh, this weekend, play you know with team capsules and matchups, key matchups and all that kind of stuff. It's every day in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Et and his guys in Little Rock do such a great job. Graham Thomas, his guys up here in Northwest. You got Leland Barclay, Walter Woody, Harold McAvain, those guys down the River Valley. They are all over prep football. If you if it moves and it can score, man, these dudes write about it and they have it. No doubt, man, no doubt. So, E.T., we'll be back here next week, and we're going to talk about some of these championship games that will be played this weekend, and I am ready to see some great games. I'm wishing for that one, man, literally. Absolutely. (laughs) All right, man, see you next week. All right, brother. The proceeding has been a production of the Hog Sports Network. Look for our daily podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. For more Razorbacks coverage, go to wholehogsports.com or follow the Hog Sports Network reporters on social media.